Jude Kenyon sat on the rotten stump of dead oak, her legs crossed and arms folded, watching the sun fade and the sky redden around the snow-dusted rooftops below. She sat that way, ignoring the cold seeping through her skin and numbing her bones, dwelling on all the things that were wrong with the world she was so eager to run away from, hungry, sore, and cold. Moses Hill was quiet, save for the occasional whisper of sounds, the rush of the stream nearby, the flit of birds' wings, and her own shallow breathing. Jude cupped her hands around her mouth to form a wind tunnel of warmer air and breathed, thawing her nose and the skin around and underneath her eyes. So far from home, a self-obsessed, self-destructive part of her half wished that she might never go back, that home and work and Nick weren't the sole ingredients of her every day. Nick, a man whose only genuine talents seemed to be failing to catch the waiter's eye in the local trattoria, and standing on the curb and getting soaked down one side as the cars aquaplaned through the gutters of puddles. Sometimes he stretched himself and wrote mind-numbingly dull poems under the auspices of social conscience. Jude had had two weeks of splendid isolation in the Northumbrian moors to get away from her eclectic Mr. Wonderful and already they had slipped into three and were threatening a fourth, time aplenty to cast a cold, lucid eye over the remnants of what was a rather anemic infatuation. She balked at actually calling it a mistake. They had been young when they first got together, and she couldn't deny they had shared a few good times between them, but those good times seemed to be getting fewer and further between. Now he buried his heart in blissful ignorance and continued to offer up that sickly, claustrophobic smother love that made every new day they spent together another gentle delirium to be endured rather than enjoyed. She stared down the hill, looking for some small consolation in its rolling blanket of whites and greys, but saw only man and dog racing up the tricky slope, dog a black-and-tan doberman, bounding, man semaphoring his difficulties as he struggled to keep his balance. Jude didn't hear the footsteps moving up behind her. Don't scream. The man's accent was thick and difficult to follow. And I won't hurt you. Then his hand was across her mouth, reeking of stale cigarettes, and his laughter was in her ear, slow, maniacal. Any doubts that may have lingered were suffocated beneath those stinking hands. She couldn't stop her heart from scrambling, couldn't stop her lungs from constricting, couldn't stop the fear from reaching down into her stomach. She saw him out of the corner of her left eye, his vague outline crouched down to form an evil cradling cup around her back her right eye fixed on the stranger racing up the hill and the black-and-tan flurry at his side. Jude felt two fingers trace almost gentle lines across her cheekbone before they clenched, bitten-down nails digging into the tender skin, drawing blood.